No, everyone, Eliane got her nails done again after being bare hands for, I don't even know, God knows how long. I was bare hands for a while. <laughs> but yeah, actually, these are press-ons. Look how did, lovely they are. They're Kiara Sky. They're like 100% acrylic. Did you switch over to the dark side with me? I did for a little while. You know, I needed to give the, the wallet a, a little bit of a rest. <laughs> Yeah. It got really expensive, so I no. miss my nail tech so much. Um, but yeah, I'm making do with these, and they look really good. They're like they're textured. It's yeah, they're like crocodile skin. I was gonna say those; they look kind of like scaly. Yeah, that's cool. And they're black, you know, to match my soul. <laughs> well, I just get my regular nails done as always. The feet has to always get done. Like the feet gets done. The feet got done. Even though I think my nail tech was ready to leave and she saw me. She's like, oh, shit. Let me just do her nails real quick. I think she <laughs> rushed a little bit, but still not bad. But she now she know because the last week she took her time. So hopefully she'll take her time. I only do gel twice a year. Maybe I'll do it once a year this time, like my birthday. But it's going to be just regular nails. So, yeah. I just got my plain old. French tip manicure. They look I good went, though. I went plain this week. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Now you look like an Italian mom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Welcome to a, another episode of Unapologetically She. We are on episode 36 and on episode 19 of season two. So welcome. Wow. Hello, everyone. Hola. We're actually, we're coming up on our one year anniversary this week. Yes. On the 8th. Yes, we are. Which so also this happened. is our anniversary episode, really. It, it is. And it's coming on International Women's Day. Oh, so. I remember that first episode. Yep. Ms. Denise, our, our yes. guest, that was so amazing. She basically <sighs> blessed us. Yes. Yes, she, she did. did. That was amazing. She did, so. Wow, ladies, a whole year. <laughs> a whole Ooh. ass year. And you know what that means? A celebratory drink. Mean? Oh, yes. What are we With drinking? our drink of the week, we are doing... I went easy this week. We're doing an apple teeny. That's it's it, it's easy. Just you know, take a couple of ounces of uh, apple vodka, plain mm. vodka. If you're going to use sour apple schnapps, um, I used apple vodka. So a couple couple of ounces of that, a little splash of Midori just to give it that extra green color, and some sour apple mix, and shake it on up. Pour it in your martini glass, and there you go. Mm, drink up cheers 
Cheers. Cheers to a year. Ah, so what's everyone been up to this week? I'm I'm really glad that it's the weekend. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> recording day, we are recording on a Sunday, so it's the weekend. I'm glad because work was a lot this past week. Um, and I just kind of want to leave it at that because I want to be in a good mood. Just want to be in a good mood. I'm happy to see you, ladies. What are you guys up to? Miss Shante. I'm living and maintaining as uh, Rich Porter said from um was it paid in full? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you Sarah? I'm just how was your week? I'm here. I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Ready to start a fight. I am. I am. I'm ready to start a fight with my fucking uterus because I yeah, perimenopause is fun. I just I just started my period again. I just had one two weeks ago. So oh, goodness. Apparently this bitch decided she was gonna have a clearance sale and say, hey, get your eggs while you can. Going out of business soon. <laughs> Remember we talked about last episode that I was supposed to get my period a week before and it still wasn't there. I'm like, it's going to come just in time to ruin my vacation. And it did. It did. <laughs> it, yeah. Every perimenopause. Time. Every it fucking just time. Doesn't want to follow a schedule anymore. It's like, nope. You thought you thought you could track me, but I'm going to show you. Yeah. I'm running my, your life now. That's <laughs> what she's saying. Has like, I always track it from my phone because when I went to the doctor and I went for my pap smear, she was like, you have to look. I had to look through my phone because like counting them days, that shit is hard. I don't know how people did it back in the day, counting their days. I'm like, y'all good. (laughs) Just like, I need that tracker. But now the tracker is all confused because like, bitch, you're not sticking to to the schedule. (laughs) Talk to my uterus, B. I don't know what to Mm -hmm. tell you. Talk to my ovaries. It was like, these are are your possible period days. Possible. My phone, possible period days. (laughs) My tracker sitting there telling me this is your fertile time. And I'm just like, uh, no, it is not, not my fertile time because I just started bleeding everywhere. So fuck off. Oh, Lord. <laughs> just, I think mine was okay. saying, did you forget to input your period? I'm like, no, no, I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome fuck. to Women's History Month, everyone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm and that's my how we da- start the show. <laughs> and I'm doing my damnness not to call a woman a bitch, even though some of them deserve to be called a bitch. That's why I'm not a feminist. Mm, there you go. All right. Ooh. So our burning questions, Ooh. ladies. I'm going to make this one. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do a softball, I think, oh. on this one. We're going to be airing on the 7th. Yes. Day before International Women's Day. Yes. And I want to know on International Women's Day for this week, I want to know your proudest achievements. Wow. Ooh. Proudest achievements. Um, hmm. Okay. So I've always been that like nerdy person. I loved being a student so much that I made it my career. (laughs) Um, So I think for me was graduating and like all my graduations, you know, high school, I graduated in the top 20% of my class. 
um, with my bachelor's, I graduated cum laude and my master's, I graduated with honors. So those for me were like really big, important things for me. But I think I'm going to go with living on my own for the first time, like completely alone, not with my family member, not with a roommate, just surviving that and being able to do that, I think was a really big accomplishment for me. That is, that is actually, especially with generations that are still living at home as yeah. adults, you know, it's rough. It's rough out there. Miss Shante. I'm going to be softball with it. It's getting my bachelor's degree with everything that I went through homelessness in my last semester through, um, you know, people, I'm losing people. And I did it in a four-year span because I know people that waited five, six years, they had to take a semester off. Dealing with what I'm dealing with, I did it straight through. And even though I got a 2.98, which is like, basically if you round that, it's a three. It is. So I graduated with a B. You did. With everything that I had going on in my life. And that was the proudest moment. And I'm the youngest daughter of three. And I'm the first one to get my bachelor's degree. And I will probably be the first one to get my master's, which I'm currently in school right now, which hopefully I finish because I took a, I took a four-year hiatus from 2016 to 2020. I went back during the pandemic. So, and like you, Ilian, I lived alone. It'd be six years in August coming up that I've been living alone, even though my parents are uptown, but I'm alone. I'm back in the, in the borough that I was raised in, but I live in a different neighborhood. So I live alone. So of course I don't live near a family member, the closest family members in Harlem. So, you know, but getting my bachelor's degree was the biggest accomplishment. What about you, Mrs. F? Hmm. <clears throat> I think, I mean, there's not just one certain thing I'm most proud of. It was like more like the process of finding me. Like when I moved to England, I was in a marriage that I was unhappy in. And I think my proudest, like my, my proudest moment, my biggest achievement was being in England with my ex-husband deciding I cannot stay in this marriage. And then when we split, being brave enough to not go back home to my mom, move back in with my mom and staying in England on my own, like staying in another fucking country, half a world away from my family. And then finding my, finding what my actual passion was, you know, finding a job, that I loved getting my degree with that job that I loved and the same thing with marketing, it's business marketing. And I worked in marketing and publicity and then furthering that and actually achieving my goal and running my own marketing department at another base in another country in Korea. So it was that entire process and being away from my family, standing on my own two feet and finding out who the fuck I am. That's here, here, ladies, to finding out who the fuck you are. Cheers, Cheers to that. And now you're a great mom. I hope you I are. Hope. You are. You are. 
Listen, you know how many mothers are not, you know, in tune with their kids or understand their kids? That little girl is Sarah (laughs) 2.0. Yes. And we mean that as a compliment. Yeah, she got a mama's mouth. If she doesn't look like mama, she's got her mama's mouth. That's a damn fact. (laughs) So so what do we have, Shantae? You're up, ma'am. So shot and chaser time for those who are just tuning in shot and chase is where we give our topic and the chaser is someone just coming in chiming in into the fold and understand you know what is going on with our shot and chaser segment of the hour and according to my notes it's always good to have your notes here it's important too because if you don't have notes then you're screwed (laughs) <laughs> so for real it's always good to like because i always gotta i'm like i love notes i love things in front of me me too i need a list <laughs> oh and Same. i have i have a i have a multiple list on my phone that's why reminders on the iphone is important i have one for, for work sure. i have one for school i have one for just reminders because i always it, get shit bringing it back to last week that's exactly why an iphone is my favorite electronic device <laughs> fair fair point <laughs> So who is first? I don't even know why you put me first, but we're going to remix this and we're going to actually have Sarah go first. No, you're first. But I'm I'm moderating this. So how am I going first? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm I'm deviating a little bit because I sent <laughs> I sent my topics to Greg. I was like, ah. I don't I don't know which one I want to do. Which one do you think? He said, I think you should do both. Oh, let's so, do it. I've got two and I'm going to keep them short. Um, First one is an update on um, Mississippi House Bill 1020 that I covered a few weeks ago uh, with the non-elected court system appointed by white people in a predominant, the blackest city in America. Let's just say what it is because it is. Um, So a Senate version of that same bill passed the Judiciary Committee. It hasn't passed the full Senate, but it passed the Judiciary Committee but it entirely removes the creation of the new unelected court system within the Capitol Complex Improvement District. Um, but it instead cements state support for an involvement within the existing Hines County court system. But Jackson Mayor, um, is it, how do you say his last name? Is it Lumumba? He's still I'm opposed. Not sure. Oh, the, um, the mayor of um, Jackson, right? Yeah. Okay. He's still opposed to both versions of it, likening the original House bill to apartheid and stating that the Senate version still exists as an attack against Black leadership. Um, the new Senate version of the bill would create and fund five new temporary judge positions within Hines County to be appointed by the Chief Justice, still a white dude. It's still It's still the same basic premise. It's still bullshit. Um, but it's similar to four special temporary judges that have been funded by the legislature and appointed by the chief justice for the past two years. The new version would also increase the jurisdiction of the Capitol, to po- Capitol Police to include all of Jackson, and it would re- require a memorandum of understanding to be agreed to between the city and the State Department of Public Safety on how Jackson Police and Capitol Police would work together. And if there's no agreement, agreement, the dispute would be dis- decided in favor of the state. So if it passes the chamber, it's not expected to pass the House, 
with its changes. So they would have to go into committee conference between the two chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the legislative, es- the legislative session ends on April 2nd. So it's looking like it's not likely to pass through the legislature this session, which is a good thing. Good thing. So, oh, okay. That's my first one. My second one, you know, I got to give this a shout out. I have to bring it up when I can. The White House met with five historic, with historic, with a historic five black speakers of state legislatures on the final day of Black History Month. Um, it's Speaker Chris Welch of Illinois, and he actually came to New York after he was elected speaker and spoke with our speaker, Carl Hasty, the assembly speaker. Uh, but it was Speaker Chris Welch of Illinois, Speaker Rachel Talbot Ross of Maine, Speaker Adrian Jones of Maryland, Speaker Joe Tate of Michigan, and Speaker Carl Hasty of New York. And they, they met with uh, Julie Chavez Rodriguez, the director of the White House Office of Intergovernmental Affairs and Domestic Policy Advisor Susan Rice to discuss common policy priorities such as economic security, healthcare and housing, gun violence pre- prevention, and criminal justice reform, plus voting and reproductive rights. And the reason all of these people are historic is because they are the first Black speakers in their legislatures. And Speaker Hasty of New York is actually the longest serving speaker out of all of them, having been unanimously elected in 2015. So I'm bringing that up because representation matters. And when you have Black leadership from different states going to the White House and expressing what the needs of their communities and their states need, it fucking matters. I love it. I'm proud. Look at look at our assembly leader. <laughs> and Carl Hasty's always in the hood all the time. So mm-hmm. he's a Bronx, he's a Bronx man. <laughs> so that's my shot. Well, that's good news. I you know it's always nice to see the administration not only talking the talk, but walking the walk. They are working with communities that they said from the very beginning that they were going to be working with. And it's just nice to see. And I'm sure we're not going to get too much coverage on it because <laughs> we we don't want to know what good the Democrats are doing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the media, we just want to know the bad. So thank you for reporting that. Thank you, Sarah. You always bring in you know, important issues. So when you say like, you're not the politics girl, you know, you are more of a politics girl than the person that actually has the name. So, (laughs) (laughs) so anyhow, Eliane, you are up next. I was about to say miss, you know, but you're like, don't do it. (laughs) I really wanted to go last on this because I feel like my topic is just better at the end of a segment, but let's just roll with it. I wanted to keep things really nice and light and talk about the things that I've been watching. So I'm going to call this what I'm streaming. And then I want to know what you guys have been watching, because listen, it's important to share entertainment. We're not just politics. We are pop culture. So maybe a little of that today. Maybe we should make that a little segment. It's on, on its own. What I'm streaming. Yeah. So this is what I'm streaming this week. Um, it's a, it's a mix of my trashy reality TV shows that I love so much. That's why also, you're going second because it's just like you know I'd like to hear Eliane what she watching everything. You know politics behind politics is cool, but you know let's throw in some pop culture shit. 
even though I'm not a fan of half of the shit these days. But, you know, according to Ilian, she always got good insight. So go ahead. I mean, yeah, you got to have fun. So first up, I've been watching a show called Perfect Match on Netflix. And it is seriously like the Netflix reality show dating multiverse. What they do is they put people from other different reality shows on Netflix on a dating show together. And it's messy and fun. So love it. Um, I've also been watching Real Housewives of Miami on Peacock. It is the best housewife show in a long, 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 long time. It's like back to what Bravo was really good for, you know, just like super wealthy, silly issues, but like also some real issues. So it's fun. It's dramatic. There's a lot to talk about. Um, Also, I've been watching Vanderpump Rules on Bravo and Listen, get on Twitter, get on TikTok, get on Instagram this weekend so you could catch up on the mess that's happening with that cast right now. <laughs> um, and the current season is airing on Bravo right now. And finally, oh my God, this was my favorite, favorite thing that I've been watching this week, The Last of Us on HBO. If you are not watching that, you need to get on that. Um, it's It's based on a video game. And I know that that, would probably turn people off, but it is a drama. It's like an end of world, post-apocalyptic, almost pandemic, epidemic type of, you know, life and death kind of a drama. It's really, 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 really amazing. So please give that a shot. So what have you guys been watching this week? Nothing at all. You guys don't watch anything. Come on. I now. watch. I w- don't okay, be so like I, that. <laughs> I love the equalizer. That's my shit. I'll be watching that with my mom when I be going uptown. Cause even though I got cable people, but I go to my parents every Sunday and my sister actually got me into watching the equalizer. So I watched that with Queen Latifah on CBS streaming on Paramount, which I have Paramount too, if I missed the episode. And of course I love me some law and order organized crime. Cause I like Elliot Stabler, even though Munch died from special victim Aww, unit, because I love me so fucking peace, Munch. I love Munch. Munch was he was another one that was known for undercover besides Totola and Elliot. He's like, why Elliot keep going undercover? Because Elliot know how to play it smooth, unlike these new kids on the block. <laughs> so I watch that. Sometimes I'll I'll stream like the RuPaul Drag Race if mm. it's like a special one or like I'll I like watch Stabler's butt. I always, always like Stabler. Stabler was always the motherfucker that try me, bitch. So like, <laughs> you, it is like I have my moments when I watch certain things, and of course I love me some Lauren. Like y'all know I be posting clips of Paternity Court, even though she got a new show called The People's Court. Like there's an episode she was like, "Why are you up in here suing when I could be having my morning tea?" And he was like, "Because I have an <laughs> ugly baby." He had a baby with a black uh-uh. woman, and he called the black baby ugly. The nerve. The and he didn't get punched in the he didn't get punched in the mouth for that because he should have been punched in the mouth for that. I don't know, but Lauren Lake was just like, Why are you up in here when I could be having my morning tea? Why are you up in here suing for ninety eight hundred dollars when I could be having my morning tea? Like when I be posting clips of her, she be getting people together. Y'all be looking, she was like, You know, you up in here having the ball turn up, not get turned out by yourself. Like maternity court. They need to still bring that back on because I just love 
her. And she also gets people's resources. She also helps people, too, by sides, you know, screaming at people and giving them test results. So, yeah, Alien, I do watch TV. See what I'm saying? Like, I know we'd be watching TV. Sarah, what is on in the background? I know it's probably something your daughter's watching or your husband. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't watch TV. They do. My nose is usually in a book. Like, when if I have time just to sit down and relax, I'm not watching TV, I'm reading a book. Because I'm just, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd that way. But yeah, but right you now. You're a nerd or you're a grandma? Oh, no, not grandma. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. That reminds me of the old ladies that be talking mad shit, reading a book like. My oh. uterus is still functioning, okay? I am no grandma. <laughs> uh, not it, it's 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 functioning fucked up right now, but it's still functioning, okay? Sarah, I, I mean and say in your personality, you, you got a personality of whole late old, old black lady at that. <laughs> of an old black lady not an old white lady an old black lady Sarah reminds me of them ladies in church that be talking shit you be coming in busting she'd be like now why the fuck does she have that on because let me tell y'all Sarah I love Sarah's Twitter her shade is real <laughs> okay oh my goodness <laughs> you know we love you <laughs> if the white community don't want you no more we got you okay <laughs> The black community has you. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> That's the first laugh that you ever done in a while because you haven't laughed like that in a while. <laughs> After the week you had. Ooh, ooh, the week I had. Oh God, for anyone, for any of our listeners that are on Twitter, go to go just go to Twitter and see the week I had. <laughs> you know, I almost had to beat skulls together at my daughter's after school program. <laughs> it was yeah. Oh boy. Ooh, so what what do we have for <laughs> Well, what what does Shantae have? What's your shot today? Oh, yeah, that's right. We got to do Shantae's shot. Oh God, I got Sarah laughing, which is so good because Sarah was <sighs> so pissed off for the for the last couple of weeks. So it's glad to see you laughing and having a drink. I miss that, Sarah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love you, ladies. God. So my shot in Chaser is this chick, Alisa Slocken, whatever her fucking name is, oh. is challenging Debbie Stabenow as if she gonna win, right? I'm thinking Debbie Stabenow is gonna, like, you know, resign and everything. No, she's still running for Senate. The woman is popular in her fucking state. Like, Elise Slocken is popular in her district. Like, she almost got her ass kicked how many times? How many times are you going to run to challenge Debbie stabbing her? Get, g- girl. Girl. It's what, mean, it was what white women do. I mean, hello, look at Katie Porter. And don't get me started. That part. I, I'm going to talk about one other person next week because, uh, yeah. I'm already giving you a split of my shot and chaser for, for next week because I've been tweeting about this person and I got receipts on this person. So she's my shot and chaser next week. But focus on Elise Locken. I mean, girl, you're the same one that did not vote for Nancy Pelosi for speaker. Not once, but twice. And, and you got the audacity to 
I don't know if she votes for Democrats. Maybe her votes are valid. But in terms of like her supporting a Democratic agenda and you talking about you want to be in the Senate and the Senate has more, you know, left leaning Democrats that actually vote for progressive policies. And you help me. Help me. Why, Why are you going to run for a seat that is a strong Democratic seat? In the oh, Senate. you mean like AOC? Yeah. That's like in the Senate. We like, why do that when you are in a district that's up in the air? And if you are able to get elected in a House district that's up in the air, why not stay your ass there to keep what we can in the House? Why put that seat at risk of going to a fucking Republican? When we need to get the house back. I don't know. Some people want to be professional losers of campaigns. I don't know. And then why not be on, on CNN like um, Adam Daniel Kissinger, who ain't shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't get fucking people, you know, I, 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 I don't understand it, Eliane. You know, that's why, like, you bringing in the joy in the middle of the segment, getting Sarah to laugh, you know, it, it was a joy because, like, I just want you, I want somebody to read this little bitch, okay? I want somebody <laughs> to read her. See, this is why I'm not a feminist. Women's History Month, and I'm here, sitting here calling Elise Slocken a little bee, a little ungrateful bee, because she's going to challenge Debbie Stabenow, who's probably going to blow her out the water for the primary. It's a waste of resources and money. The lady who votes on everything in the fucking Senate. (laughs) Can't fix stupid. But this is where we are. This is why 2024 an election. This is a 2024 election primary. I know. It's not just only House and Senate, but it's the presidency. And like I said, I got something for someone next week. Ooh. Because I'm going to go in on that person next time we record. Stock up on popcorn, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I got something for that Sharika Khan-ass bitch. Okay? Well, on that note, <laughs> that wraps up our Shot and Chaser segment. And we're going to move on to our bitch-ass and badass of the week. The worst of the worst. The best of the best. If you want to find out last week's winners, please visit our socials at the Joyful She to find out the winner of bitch ass and badass of last week. So this week we have some nominees for bitch ass of the week. Shante, who is your nominee and why? No edges, Nina Hudson Turner. Yes. Homegirl. Oh, I think she's a commentator on CNN. I think she's employed, I guess, after losing two campaigns twice in a row to Chantel Brown. But I digress. So she had the nerve to blame the president of the United States, along with the transportation secretary, the secretary of transportation, excuse me, of uh, the trail train derailment in East Palestine, East Palestine, Ohio. And saying that we should help the white working class people. She admitted on fucking television. 
But your black sis, they don't care about you. The white working class have voted for Trump in Ohio how many times? They voted for Mark DeWine how many times? You didn't have no smoke for the Republicans in Ohio, mm-hmm. which is now a red-leaning state like Florida is like really like no hope at this point. They're not even a fucking battleground state, and you got the nerve. Woo. Mm-hmm. All right. So in case you were wondering why, um, she just gave you a whole sermon. <laughs> <laughs> why she nominated me. Yes. <laughs> um, Sarah, who are you nominating for bitch ass of the week? And uh, I am nominating Tennessee State Representative Paul Sherrell because that motherfucker had the audacity to stand on the chamber floor in Tennessee's Capitol saying during a debate on a bill for capital punishment that they should bring back hanging by trees. Ugh. What that I heard about that. Advocated about bringing that. lynching back. And then he tried to turn around and say, oh, I chose, I, I made a bad decision. I blah, blah. Fuck no, him. you fucking thought it. And you let that thought slide out of your fucking mouth own it disgusting yeah great candidate oh lord have mercy oof well (laughs) on a way less serious topic i am nominating tom sandoval from vanderpump rules okay if you know you know this motherfucker had the nerve to cheat on his partner of like 10 years he owns a house with her and everything to cheat on her for months now with one of her best friends. And it's all happening in front of mm-hmm. Bravo cameras and it is embarrassing. So fuck you, Tom Sandoval. Fuck you. No good will come to you. Mm-hmm. No good will come to you. Ugh. 10 years of a partner. You ain't married me. You didn't put a ring on it. But 10 years. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right. So to recap, the nominees for Bitch Ass of the Week this week are Nina Turner, uh, Tennessee State Representative Sherelle McClinton, and Andrew Paul, Pump Rule. Paul Sherelle. Oh, Paul sorry, Sherelle. Paul Sherelle. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I got mixed up with another nominee. Uh, Paul Sherelle and Tom Sandoval. Little bitch. All right, and now on to Badass of the Week. The best of the best, these people who impressed us with their awesomeness. So, Shantae, who is your nominee and why? Latifah Simon. Latifah Simon used to work for Vice President Harris when she was D.A. Harris in San Francisco. And she was one of the activists. So now she's running for Congress for Barbara Barbara Lee's seat as Barbara Lee is running for Senate. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Another one in the family. Let's go. Let's get her elected. Yes, absolutely. All right, Sarah, who are you nominating for Badass of the Week? I am nominating uh, Virginia uh, House of Delegates uh, member and Speaker of the House of Delegates, Joanna McClinton. She is the second Black person to hold the speakership and the first Black woman to hold the speakership. So hats off to her. She now joins with five other historic black state legislator, let state legislature speakers. Awesome. That's amazing. another another great nominee. Ooh. All right. Well, my nominee for badass of the week is actor Pedro Pascal 
for being our internet daddy. His videos on TikTok have delighted me for the past two weeks. He's got two top shows out right now. He's not only in The Mandalorian, but also on The Last of Us. He's just having just a time. I have so, a question about Pedro Pascal, though. Is yes. He the yes. Da- is he the internet's daddy or the internet's zaddy? Well, <laughs> you know, I don't know that he's uh, old enough to be considered a zaddy, but I mean, he's a hot little daddy. That's for sure. Yes, we, we love him. <laughs> we love <laughs> He has delighted my TikTok timeline for this past week. That's I, not all I, he's delighting. <laughs> <laughs> I very much enjoyed that. So (laughs) to recap our nominees for Badass of the Week, Latifah Simon, Joanna McClinton, and Pedro Pascal. Please go to our socials at The Joyful She, T-H-E-E, Joyful She, to vote. And that closes out our Bitch Ass and Badass of the Week. Shantae, take us out. So thank you for tuning to another delightful episode where we had Sarah actually laughing, laughing in weeks, you know, which is great. And Alien got her nails did again. Oh, yes. She did it herself. And so thank you for tuning in once again. Please join us next week. And remember to follow us on all our socials, if you have not yet, at The Joyful She. That's T-H-E-E, Joyful She, on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until then, folks. And Spoutable now. Oh, and Spotable. See, I got to get on Spotable. See, I'm trying not to have too much social media because I don't want nobody <laughs> to find me. So, yeah, there we go. But you can find me on The Joyful She because I'm, yeah, my picture's there. So, until then, have a good week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.